You are now listening to Used Records Powered by Call Out Culture Hosted by Zilla Rocco. Breaking down Forgotten albums Overlooked albums Albums you've never heard of Albums maybe you forgot and loved and forgot again Here we go Yo It's me I'm here, Zilla Rocka. So, this is my spinoff show. Alaska and Gang gave us the excellent podcast, Bloody Podcast. And I've been kicking around this idea for a long time. I wanted to do something um, that was cool. And in my past life as a former record store clerk and current lifelong music obsessive, I'm like, what can I do that's within the brand of what we do, but also going somewhere different? So I came up with this show, Used Records, and my thinking with the show is uh, there's just some albums that don't really fit the format of co-op culture, right? That's not a huge, great, monumental rap album. It's just something I've really liked um, and what I've always loved to do and what I still do now is I really love discovering music and then putting it on or putting people onto it, <laughs> putting it onto people like it's a fucking sweater. Um it's a, tra- a dressing room. No, I've I've always loved that since the days, you know, again, working in a record store. And I think now with music being so available all the time everywhere, you can, how, you know, how do we find stuff? How do we know about cool stuff? And I still think the word of mouth aspect or getting it from a trusted friend or a trusted source still really means the most, at least to me, you know, so... I love streaming. You know, I've discovered actually a ton of cool stuff just on Apple Music and Spotify. And um, But when I get a text from somebody or a DM or something like that, I definitely have a closer ear <laughs> to whatever the artist or album is. Even if, you know, if it's an old record or something I've never heard of. So anyway, that's the point of the show, used records. So these aren't going to be very, very long episodes. But then again, with me, every I always plan to be brief and I'm extremely long-winded and talkative because... I'm an only child, and I talk to myself a lot. So now I'll talk to you. So anyway, um, that's the premise of the show, Use Records. So thank you for uh, checking out Co-op Culture since we've been doing that show and the success of that show and, and hanging out with Castro in Alaska every week and all of our friends and new friends we've met has allowed us to try new stuff, like I said, with podcast, Bloody Podcast, and I'm giving this a whirl as well. So without any further ado, um, this is the album I wanted to kick it off with. Uh, I've been thinking about this album a lot, randomly, I don't know why, but this really fit a record that I felt like um, I don't really ever see people talk about it anywhere. And even when it came out, um, no one talked about it. And so me and my buddy at the record store were obsessed with this record, and because it came out year or two after it had leaked on the internet. And this album is New Sacred Cow by Kenna. Yeah. 
how fucking good is that song? Free time. Wow. That song um, takes me back. And it's a cool record because it was a big MTV2 video. Back before MTV2 was just a dumping ground for ridiculousness and wilding out reruns and Boy Meets World reruns. When it actually played, you know, music from weird people like that you didn't know of. And uh, so this album was really nuts because the songs... A lot of the songs I'll play, you know, little snippets of. Definitely, we were banging this album in probably 01, 02. And I'm looking at the Wikipedia and it didn't drop till 03. And the weirdest thing was that it was... Kenna is um, from Ethiopia and grew up in Cincinnati. And when you hear his songs, I thought he was like some long-haired white dude, you know, European-looking or something. And he's actually kind of like, like a skinny black dude with a Reds hat on. Which is kind of astounding. Um, so when I say Ethiopia, obviously that puts you in a place. But we didn't know any of this shit back then because there wasn't a Wikipedia when we were hearing these songs. And so we heard some of these songs on like these in-store samplers we would get every month from the record labels. And it would always say, you know, that was such and such by Kenna, New Sacred Cow. And album coming out and whatever. And just time kept going by and he just never dropped. But the weirdest thing is that he was originally signed by fucking Fred Durst. Fred Durst, like, paid for these songs. But the coolest thing is that Chad Hugo produced 90% of the whole album. So I think they ended up putting out um, the Neptunes had some type of pull. Um, but Free Time, that was the first single. And that, that joint, it's got actually a really dope video. It's kind of like a first-person perspective of a dude walking around all day. You just see his feet and stuff. Um, so that was a banger. Um, this song called Sunday After You, it kind of fills that that lane, that vibe that you kind of heard on the last song. Um, this was another one that he would put on, um, me and my friends would have on like a CDR mixes and stuff. This is a heavy college, you know, this is a big time college record. So Sunday After You, here we go, we're going to rock this one next.
banger. Kenna. New Sacred Cow. This album's wild, man, right? When you hear this in like 2001, 2002, and granted, I'm, I was never big on um, New Wave, Soft Cell, um, Duran Duran, Depeche Mode. That was never my thing. But when I heard this, it really blew my mind open to think about the Neptunes in a way that wasn't so popped, you know, in your face top 40. And uh, it really made me appreciate Chad Hugo, like what, what he was into at the time or what he was really thinking. Because Pharrell is and was a genius to be like, let's take every artist that's huge or we can make them huge by having something really catchy and familiar. Whereas I think with this record, Chad was like, this is not something catchy and familiar in that way. It's not trying to fill any voids, like let's just do something. And again, maybe that's not true because I, I'm I have never been big on like '80s synth and new wave stuff. But here in this back at that time, it was definitely huge, and it made me and my friends like check out like New Orders record they put out back then called like Crystal or something. And then there was like a Dirty Vegas that was big on that Mitsubishi commercial. But it got us more like at thinking and into like more up tempo, dancey, synthy stuff, all based on this. And I think. Kenna's voice is so cool because I I just feels like a, a very classic like European British <laughs> blue-eyed you know white um, that type of style where it's kind of like mournful and wistful but kind of powerful while the music is really adventurous and crazy um, so this next joint man this is another one that was heavy um, it's kind of like a I don't I'm not smart enough I, I feel like I need John Morrison for this like Broken beats, uh, garage. I don't know. It just reminded me of kind of like um, Chad Hugo's like demented version of a Timbaland beat. When I am song's called Hellbent and that was the one we were hearing for about two years before this album ever dropped so he had this song done when fucking Fred Durst signed him which still blows my mind I'm gonna keep saying it a, a thousand more times well maybe once but the cool thing to think about this album and these songs is I'm hearing them again and why I think this is a cool <laughs> premise for a show that I'm creating pat myself on the back is that do we really love music or do we like the means of discovery? Do we like the quest when things are inaccessible versus having everything all the time and just saying first? It's something I've, I've really thought about a lot in the last 10 years, you know. Um, and I think what's cool now about music is that I have access to things that it did take years and hunting and looking and finding and spending money to get stuff you may have only heard once at a party or once 
in a girl's car or once on a weird radio station on a road trip. So I think that the elusive chase is pretty much gone today, you know, with Shazam and all the tools we have. But um, this album wasn't made that long ago to where, like, you know, my first generation iPod, this was on there. You know what I mean? CDRs in the car, this was on there. And so um, where we are now, like, back then I would have wanted this reality, so I'm not shitting on the present. Um, But I just think it's an interesting thing to ponder. And so another part of this record, too, is it was it was great to sprinkle songs like this on mix CDs for people because you could kind of throw it in for someone that's into pop music. You could throw it in for someone who likes more like up-tempo, maybe funk and R&B, or even like punk music, and then definitely like electronic fans. So um, this next joint definitely, uh, I think, is a long time. Again, these are all off the debut album, New Sacred Cow. Um, he put out an album a couple years after this. So this was 03 when this actually dropped. Again, I was hearing these songs like 01 and definitely 02. And then he put out an album in 07 with Interscope called Make Sure They See My Face. And what's most notable about that album is fucking Justin Timberlake is on it. My man. And you didn't even know that, right? Um... So that one has a little bit more Pharrell, but it's still almost all Kenna and Chad Hugo. That one isn't as um, as angular and uh, kind of stark. That one's a little bit warmer. There's not as much like just guitars and synths and kind of 
pounding drums. It's a little more well-rounded, I would say. Um, so I think I think it's pretty cool to stick stick with this one. So if you if you're more interested into into the Keno Lane, <laughs> I mean you could check New Sacred Cow just about anywhere. Uh, and then and then the next one, I I still play this one more, just because I think it's more fascinating because they were really just going somewhere with a guy no one heard with the biggest half of the biggest production duo in the fucking world and just doing something they liked and this one didn't get like the n-e-r-d nerd transcendence where like you know tyler the creator is basically you know creating his entire production style around this like no one ever shouts out kenna is like oh this is my kenna album or like i heard this when i was 12 at fucking best buy and I grabbed it. I saw it in a UCD rack for two dollars, and I decided to give it a whirl. So, this is what I'm going to do, motherfucker. This is my job because I was stuffing those UCD racks and trying to put as many people as possible <laughs> onto this album. I still have the CD. It's great packaging. Um, if they ever put it out on vinyl, I, I would definitely buy this shit. <laughs>
Woo. <laughs> red Man. Better than most Red Man albums. That song. Shots fired. Um, yeah, so I used man, that's you hear that shit. You can play that fucking anywhere right now and get it popping. That song probably has like the most crossover appeal with the little Neptune stutter drums like doom doom bump. Yeah, that's cooking. So anyway, um that wraps up this first episode of Use Records. I hope you got to enjoy this. Maybe if you've never heard of Kenna, you'd want to check out the rest of that album, New Sacred Cow, or like I said, his second album, uh, make sure they see my face. Uh, or show my face either way really cool shit and uh, I'm excited so I think um, the idea of this behind this will be to keep making these and posting these on the weekend you know to get a break from all the rap talk because Alaska and gang really put the battery on my back with the Sabbath bloody Sabbath to do as I'm running errands on the weekend so I'm going to try to keep these cracking only on Saturday or Sundays and uh, yeah if you're rocking with us you could always fuck with us on Patreon Follow us on Twitter at Pod. iTunes, leave those reviews, man. They're fucking great for us. Um, Spotify, wherever you want to do. It's it's a big, big boost at all times. And we're really lucky, man. We're really, really lucky to have this cool community of people. Um, and I'm trying to extend it beyond just, you know, in Alaska as well. And, uh, and Castro with his random rants about shit. That's fun on the one-offs. But uh, if you fuck with the Patreon, you'll hear a lot of just one-off episodes called One-Shots that we do talking about our favorite movies and horror stuff and Better Call Saul and basketball shit. Um, But yeah, that's about it. So if you're checking this out for the first time, you're dipping your toe, come back. Uh, I'll be covering records near and far, hip-hop, indie rock, electronic, all that stuff. Right here on on Used 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 records. records.